0: Or how to achieve pristine musical sound quality without sacrificing wasted dollars? Finally, those questions and more can be answered after 20 years of research, trial and error. Follow this podcast while I expose missing pieces of the musical puzzle to take you from hours of musical frustration to feeling the excitement of musical excellence. You can join the journey on musicsecretsexposed.com I'm your host, Sylvia, and you're listening to the Music Secrets Exposed podcast. Hey, hope you're doing good. As I record this podcast, it is April of 2021. In the last couple of episodes, I've spoken about various aspects of trying to find a good tutor, of what's the best ideal home environment, of why learning music theory is important. So I would like you, if possible, for you to go back to episode 58, and you will hear information about what good tutors should do, why lesson frequency matters, the ideal home environment, and why learn music theory. Now, today we're going to just look at this common question I often get as a music tutor, and that is practicing times, like how long should I practice every day? And what is the most suitable time to practice during the day? As a tutor, sometimes I can give exact advice and then at other times, it's a general kind of loose answer. And there's no one size fits all to this question. It's as simple as this. Just think in your mind's eye that you're going to music lessons, you're doing your music theory, and you've got to think about what the... Music tutor is giving you to do each week, and what you want to achieve yourself as a music student, and then you'll get an idea of the level of dedication required on your behalf. Now, you can say that going to your music tutor is like going to school you do what your teacher tells you, and when you have your homework done after school, end of story done. Well, music is a bit different. If you want to achieve a high level of skill you should be going beyond what your music tutor is guiding you to do. And I seldom see this spoken about, or I seldom read it, or I seldom hear anyone mention this fact. But if you want to be really good at music, it goes beyond an expectation. It goes towards the goal that you want to set for yourself. Now, I understand that School children and teenagers and adults have lots of things in life to do. I also have lots of things to do myself. There's family life, there's school, there's university, there's all these different aspects keeping healthy, keeping fit, all that. However, if you want to achieve a high level of skill in no matter what part of life you're focused on, it requires more action than you're used to giving. And music is no different. If you want to learn quickly, effectively, get a really good high level of skill, well, you'll have to do something you never did before. And that means give it more time, put more effort in, be more dedicated. And this is what I referred to back in episode 60 when I spoke about the musical home environment. Why creating a musical environment at your home is as important as going and attending your lessons routinely. Now, I don't want you to get this idea that you've got to be stuck to your instrument like glue. I'm not talking about that. But what you should do first is do what your tutor tells you. And when you've that task achieved, then expand your musical skill by maybe enjoying messing around with other instruments. In my own story as a music student, my main focus was learning piano. That was my focus of music. That was my main instrument of study. But in the other times that I had available, I used to play tin whistle. I used to at the time it was back in the 80s where we had cassette tapes. I used to play along with cassette tapes and it developed a, it was fun. Firstly, it was like great fun for me as a child growing up, but also it developed a very strong oral understanding of music and I did a world series of episodes looking at unusual musical instruments from different parts of our world. And there's many examples there that if you want to move away from your instrument of focus when you have achieved the required skill in a particular way that your tutor has guided you to achieve, that if you want to expand your musical horizons, you can enjoy these other instruments just as a little Kind of sidekick to your main focus. Now, it comes back to the idea of how dedicated are you? Now, for some musicians or young musicians starting to learn music, it doesn't take them very long to achieve the skill the tutor is guiding them each week to achieve. And they have all this other time available to them and they kind of don't know what to do musically. Well, this is where other musical instruments come can come in to expand and have fun or jamming with other musical groups or doing community musical setting activities and so on. On the other side of it, when you are in your novice intermediate stages as a musician, you now have a foundation of knowledge, which means you should be able to go into a music store and purchase music independently or be dedicated to what you are learning and go ahead of where your tutor has guided you to go as far as in a particular piece of music. Very often, due to the limits of time, I have to stop in the middle of a piece of music because the lesson time is up and the student is left hanging to finish the remaining part of that piece of music because I, as the tutor, haven't had the time to do it with them in a particular lesson. So definitely, if the student is dedicated, what I often see, and this is rare, is some students will work ahead of me. And then when I see them in their next lesson, they have speeded up my process of tutoring them to learn this piece of music. And the whole learning procedure is exciting for both the tutor and the student, rather than being the one that's guiding and pulling the student along all the time. So I can't really give you an exact time to practice. How long should you stay practicing? You should practice as much or as long as it takes for you to get a good high level of skill. And as you go up into the intermediate advanced stages, what you will find is there will be challenging parts to rhythm and melodies that will take a significant amount of time for you to master. However, that's your challenge. And that's what will eat up a lot of your practicing time in the you know in those higher areas of study but in the novice stages you have sometimes the power as the student to work ahead of the tutor in certain times and at other times you have an opportunity maybe to explore other instruments for fun alongside your main instrument of study. Now, I know that's not an exact answer that you might have been hoping for, but at least you're kind of getting the idea that it's about dedication and not about time. In tomorrow's episode, I'm going to look at performing in exam rooms, how to perform the best when you're going into a music exam room. Okay, that's it for today and I'll talk to you tomorrow. Many have come up to me and asked, Sylvia, let me ask you a question. I've started learning music, but I am stuck. I can't get the sound I dream of. I've spent time and a lot of cash. I'm so frustrated. Or a parent has often asked me, I have a child who is not getting the results that we expected. I've invested a lot of dollars in music tutors and musical equipment. I'm so unsure. What can I do? My answer? Sign up for a free webinar at musicsecretsexposed.com where I'll walk you through what you can do to get you or your child on the best musical path right away. My greatest joy is to save you heartache and frustration and replace it with the best musical version of you. Don't delay, capacity is limited. Open a tab and let's get you started at musicsecretsexposed.com.